you're tired of the standard business and marketing fundamentals, frameworks, and funnels, <laughs> you need a little mischief. Get ready to turn up the volume on the CEO Mischief Maker podcast, where you access conversations with seasoned business owners who have smashed through mindset barriers, innovated the standard boring business and marketing playbooks, and executed future-paced strategies with bleeding-edge tools and tactics to micro-fail their way into massive success and growth. We are Mindset Impact Strategic Catalysts, helping innovative entrepreneurs focus. We are CEO Mischief Makers. Ready to make a little mischief? All right, welcome back to the conversation. It's Wednesday, and we are talking to the incredible Matt DeSano. If you haven't listened to Monday's episode, you need to go listen to that because we talk about some very specific mindset shifts. And now we're going to take that into impact and innovation. So Matt, well, first off, tell me, who are you looking to impact in your life and in your business right now? I love that question. So there's kind of two, two answers that come to my mind. One is our team. So we've, we've kind of been in a fun season of growth and we're almost at 80 folks. We get 80 folks. We're a digitally connected team, primarily in Texas. I'm not in Texas, but just for whatever reason, we hire a lot in Texas, but Texas is a big place. So even in Texas, you know, it's spread over the, the big cities and metropolitan areas there. But so we got a team of 80 and we've kind of just been like just consistent growth. I think the thought was by next year, we'll we'll probably be around 200. So we just keep on adding folks every single week. And so I've had this very clear vision in my mind that the purpose of the business is to solve meaningful problems and have a positive impact on the the customers and clients that we get to solve. But how we're going to do that is by serving and impacting the team. I really love and resonate with like the early energy of like a Southwest, which is like, love the team, love the customer. And so that's, that's been a lot of my preoccupation and my energy is like, how do we serve our team really well? And then the second piece of it that came to mind was I'm a father. I got two sons and I am convinced with this thought that, that maybe the most important thing that I do is not something I do, but someone that I raise. And so I, I take the responsibility, the opportunity, the job of father very seriously. And I think that plays into kind of even the the example that I set when it comes to leading our team. But yeah, both of those are probably categories of folks I'm trying to impact. And you you kind of touched on some innovation there as well, because it is a concept that I've heard before, and I know many companies have done it very well. And you mentioned like Southwest, when you actually, instead of trying to just serve the customer, not that that's a just, I mean, it's a very important thing, obviously, they're the ones that pay your salaries and you know help you grow. But really to do that through serving your staff, serving your team. And the more you empower them, the more you connect them to the purpose of the company and and have them be included in that process, the more they will be able to serve the customer. Is that kind of where you were going with that? Yeah, that that is the vision. That's that's the intention. I also think there's kind of like this overflow based on proximity, right? And and I've I've just learned. Like there's no, there's zero percent chance that I could have the kind of personal impact. At the end of it, we've got over a thousand 
direct contacts. And then, I mean, it's weird how you kind of cascade it, but we serve over a thousand agencies and then over 30,000 businesses. And that could be digital businesses, brick and mortar businesses of like end customers that might have a conversation with us on, on a weekly basis. So it's, it's a lot of folks that we're engaging with and I can't do that. There's no way. Like actually our company runs 24 seven. So I mentioned like we're digitally connected. We actually have folks in Australia and UK. We just hired another new person in Scotland, which is technically still just part of the UK, but our team runs 24 seven. And there are people like, that's weird for me to think about. Like one, we have folks on the team that I, I barely get to interact with or like see, or even know that they exist. And then customers even more so removed. I'm like very, very far removed from it. And so in order to like continue to have that kind of an impact, I think there's something about being responsible, like a good steward of like who gets to be on the receiving end of your breath, of your voice. And so, you know, when it comes to like impact and innovation, how are we trying to innovate that? It shouldn't be innovation, but it is. And so like for us on the team, our goal and like really with integrity live into this is, is I want them to be in a place where they feel like they're, they're growing, they're doing excellent work and they like the people that they work with. How does that play out in kind of like more practical ways or like unconventional ways is we have folks now that have actually gone, their growth curve with us as a company has been growing up and then realizing they wanted to step down. We've seen this like trend. A lot of companies it's like who serves you at one phase isn't going to serve you at the next phase. And so the, the reality is, is anybody's like a startup or like a fast growth kind of pace experience is you're like, oh, cool. I was there. It's very rare that employee 50 makes it to like when there's employee 2000, it's just in the same capacity. And so, but I, I think we've been really committed to, I tell folks on the team, like, I, I don't want to invent new ways for people to suffer. You have the freedom yeah. to experience and kind of grow into, into new challenges. But if you realize like, oh my gosh, this was cool. This is a good, like this season was fine, but I actually don't want to do this. We want to, we want to carve out space so that people can have the freedom to try things they've never tried to do or to stretch themselves beyond, you know, what a standard. And, and mostly this comes into play in like managerial skills. Like this is the challenge of most companies. Like first you do it, you come to extra doing it. And then they say like, you should be able to manage people doing it. And we started knowing that there was another path, which was like, hey, you may not be a good manager. And so that's not the only way to grow. There is a growth path where you just become an excellent doer. You know, it's like right. you are just, you level up in your skill, in your craft. Maybe you're like that artist personality type and you don't need to become a manager. Like just right. be an amazing artist. Like you are an asset yeah. in, in that role and in your gifts. And so- you know, it's played on that way of like, kind of multiple folks kind of, as a volunteer, accept the promotion, except that they've been doing great. And so we wanted to give them the opportunity and responsibility to manage and oversee folks. And then they've realized, you know, this is not in my gifting and they've, it could seem like I stepped down, but they stepped over to now just yeah, being like, you know, yeah. I'm going to be an excellent artist. And we've been integritous in the sense of like that, that does not stifle your growth path. It's just a totally different one. And so and it's kind of been cool too, because given opportunities now to like experience the challenges of bringing in managers into an established team that people who are exceptional managers and may not actually understand the artist. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's, it's a different skill set, and it's a, the ability to bring out the best in others. It's not just managing their work, right? Hopefully it's the actual ability to bring out the best in them. 
That's really yeah. what a true amazing manager does. And you can hire for that skill set. They don't have to know how to do the work. They can bring it out in someone else and learn along the way. And I agree with you 100%. The people I have working for me, I'm always asking them, what more do you want to learn? Where do you want to go? How are you evolving? We do all kinds of mindset work ourselves and figuring out where is the next place I want to grow into? Who do I want to become? And making space within the company for them to do that, giving them the resources and the tools and the training to go. And even if it takes them out of our company, I'm cool with that because really my number one goal is helping people grow into whomever they're trying to grow into. And if that's with us, fantastic. If that's somewhere else, fantastic. Yeah, that, that's it. So now let's talk about your kids because I'm telling you that mine are 21, very soon to be 21 and just turned 24. And so I'm on the absolute other end of this spectrum from you. We've already yeah. gone through all the schooling. We've gone through middle school. Oh, I feel sorry for you to have to face that. But anyway, yeah, we all had to go through it. Watch out for sex education. I'm telling you, it's a doozy. But, you know, raising these amazing humans. So you talked about numbers and you talked about the people within your organization and the number of companies you are impacting. And then you have to add to that the customers of all those companies that you are impacting. And that's a lot of people. Oh, but yeah. really, the, the real impact, I agree with you, is your, is your children, your family, your unit. And how is that going? How are you innovating child rearing, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. millions well, of years. No, that's a, it's a great, yeah. I'm probably not inventing anything new under the sun, but, <laughs> and this is what we model for our team as well. And so like what we say is even like our company, the, the vision, like what are we doing? Why do we exist? I said to solve meaningful problems so that people have space to spend time on things that matter most to them. So like, that is the, like, that's, that's our why. What are we doing? We're solving meaningful problems. Why? So that people have space to spend time on the things that matter most to them. So for me, being a good husband, and a good father are the things that matter most to me in my life. And so my work schedule right now is I work six to 10 and then I take off 10 to one or 10 to two every single day. So it's literally blocked off in my calendar. And I spend that time with my, my eldest son mostly. So we've got a or almost five month old and then a two year and five month old. And so he's going through toddlerhood and, you know, getting more independent. And also I know like we were kind of conscious that this can be a sensitive time for a lot of kids because like they used to be, they're, they're the only one. And now that now they're having to share time and attention and focus with this other child. And so the cadence, the rhythm that I keep now is so filling for me, but also I know he really enjoys it. So like every single day we go on adventures. And so today he had a great time today. The adventure, what I was doing a couple hours ago was we went to the grocery store. So that that's like, and I would say maybe a little bit innovative, but like someone who's like, I am the CEO of the company. And what do I do? Middle of the day, midweek, I'm with my toddler son at the grocery store. And this is not the exception to the norm. This is the norm. This is our life. Now, yesterday we, you know, we also go to the beach and my preferences do fun things, but my wife acknowledges like, wow, you got this like time carved out. And and for him, it was a blast going to the grocery store and eating. Well, he likes to like shop and eat as we go. And so <laughs> they're shopping and eating with me. So that that's a little bit of like from an impact and innovation side for me of like, I've carved out this space because I want to, I want to parent well. And that's the only way to parent, but it's also like something where I was like, if I could 
design a day where I get to spend the best part of my energy on the the highest impact I want to make. That's what it looks like is that that middle day, that middle day time, you'll, you'll never catch me on a call or I'm I'm not even available for the team. Yeah. And that's going to change. That's going to shift as the five month old becomes the two year, five month old and the two five month old becomes a five year old, right? That's going to change. That's going to completely shift and grow and, and alter. And you'll do things together. I mean, it just, to be open to that and sometimes go to the grocery store, sometimes actually have an adventure. I mean, that's amazing. You get to design it. That's the point. Yeah. Well, and, so, and this is what we try to model for the team is that like, this is your life. I say to them, is like, I'm not trying to invent new ways for you to suffer, but like, I want it. Like you can do good work, feel like you're growing and enjoy the people that you're doing with. But the purpose, we solve meaningful problems so that our team and our client can spend time on the things that matter most. And so, you know, it plays out in, it's just like true and true is like, we are not a clock in clock out kind of a team. It is like, you know, you get your work done and you do it. So we do, this is not that innovative, but like unlimited vacation where people actually use it. Right. The fact that we're already a digitally connected team, there's no office they have to show up into. So we have, we now have over the summer, we had three or four folks and we, we tend to, I would say the average age of our, our team in general trends younger, but let's, I'm going to guess the average age is like 25. We've got, we've got folks all sorts of ages, but mostly on the younger side, but so we had three or four folks for the summer. They just decided they were going to not together. It was like independently go international. So we had, these were, I mean, I'll say there were even recent college grads. So I think we were one of the, like the first jobs, but we love that. And it worked out yeah. really well because we were already, we're already a 24 seven team. So we've got folks in Australia that are based in Australia that work in Australia, but here they were, and they were like in They've been living for months in Istanbul and and just having these experiences where they can go still work a full-time job and do good work and feel like they're growing. But the difference is when they go to the grocery store, it's a totally, you know, different experience and they're getting (laughs) to, and on on the different language. Yeah. They're learning a different language and they can easily travel and take advantage of our, our PTO policy. And so it's not just for them and their priorities and their time of life. It isn't just like, oh, I took a long weekend which is totally fine. Other folks do it that way, but their long weekend is like, oh, I went and went to a totally different country and still got to experience travel, which to them is a super, and for them and their season of life is the thing that matters most to them is to be able to travel and experience the world and and experience different people, different cultures. And so, yeah, true to true for the folks that we're impacting and, and trying to be innovative, it's a constant practice of like open-handedness and to your point and asking like, how do I impact this person. The impact that I have is really little to do with my, I don't want to say my preference, but it's like, it's like gift giving. It's not about how I want to receive a gift. It's about how the person I'm hoping to impact wants to receive this gift or whatever it might be. And so trying to, trying to continue to be open-handed with it, realizing that it's going to change and evolve as people have different priorities, as my kids grow up, as, as the team kind of matures. And it's, it's been a mix of these like really, I don't say innovative. And then even some like classical, which feels innovative. I don't know how many companies, marketing agencies, maybe in our size, but like, so we went through and we do like a 401k match. It's like typical fortune 500 companies, very common, not innovative at all. For a company, our size, it felt like as we were going through this process, I asked other folks that had other agencies and like, this is not a super common thing. 
or it didn't feel like a common thing as we went through the process of like, hey, in the marketing agency world, and we have less than 500 folks on the team, and we wanted to do a facilitated 401k and and like a company match, just there's no hidden agenda here. We're just giving out more money. But I believe that like helping people to save, helping, you know, people feel rewarded, feel like aligned that like our vision, like you said, our vision is long-term for their lives. That for whatever season they have with us, they would look back and say, wow, that was a blessed one. Or like, this was a beneficial season that I enjoyed the time that we had together. And so we want to steward that relationship and like the gift of their time and their energy and, and their gifts in this season and, and really love on them well. And so it's a mix where you feel like, is this innovative or should this just be standard? But you know, in, in different contexts, it's not as common as, as you'd hope. I love the open-handedness. That really says it all. Just being open to what you can give to this person to help them spend the time the way they truly want. What an amazing concept. Okay, hold on. If your mindset was shifted, you were inspired to innovate and you were spurred into action, don't just move on with your day. Focus, my friend, and take a few minutes to visit ceomischiefmaker.com to learn more about the value that was shared with you today. Please act now and create some CEO mischief of your own.